Episode 10 of BK Called Game. Let's get it. Obviously, eventful week. By the time we're recording this, one of the two teams has punched their ticket to the NBA Finals. The other team is up 3-0, heading to Boston tonight to punch their ticket to the Finals once again. But hey, we'll talk about all that later. Because first, we need to cover other, other shit. And before you ask, yes, I said this is going to be an NFL-based episode. There was no world in my mind where there's a possibility of the conference finals lasting only eight games combined. Instead, I was thinking uh, by the time I record this, the Nuggets-Lakers series would be 3-1 or 2-2. And that the Heat series would be 2-1. There wasn't a world where I expected, hey, Denver's up and swept the Lakers. Hey, Miami is about to sweep the Celtics. That world didn't exist to me a week ago when I recorded last episode. That was never a possibility. So the fact that it is now, not just a possibility, but a real thing, I don't know what to say, frankly. I have a small NFL plan right now that's not the full-on, going to be the full-on thing I do, but there's going to still be NFL coverage today. Do not Hammer out the NBA first. We're gonna start talk starts on. One team has given a shit, and that's Miami. Miami wants to win. Miami feels a need to win. Sorry, sorry. Um, no, but Miami feels the need to win this series. Boston walked in thinking they'd win it. And lost their first two at home. And the question was, okay, cool. How will the Celtics respond? Respond by getting blown out, which is unacceptable. And as we can put a lot of the blame on the players, but we have to look at Joe Majula. A report came out, I'm recording this Tuesday morning, just so it's known, that um, the team, even with after Ime was fired, and especially after he was hired, that a bunch of guys were very unhappy. Showing that, hey, this is still his team. They still want to play for him. They don't like Missoula. And I saw a meme. It was this morning. Just, just The coaching battle is where my, the Celtics are getting destroyed. And I preach this. The, during 82 games of the season, for the NBA, coaching does not matter. You can have the greatest coach of all time. And lose just because it's the regular season. They're not going to be able to game plan as much as they use, usually can. They're not going to be able to do this and this and this. Yeah, more guys are going to have to play. So the best guys can't play quite as much. It's all about the team and how we adapt it. But in the playoffs, it comes down to who votes is a massive factor. I mean, we're seeing this now. You're going to tell me that Gabe Vincent is better than Marcus Smart? No. 
that Max Struess is better than Jalen Brown? <laughs> no. Tatum's better than Jimmy's? Debatable. Al Horford's better than Kevin Love. And then Bam's just Bam's better than Robert. So let's see. One that's debatable. You could definitely go Tatum too against Jimmy, and no one would argue it. You could go either way. So that's three guys, starting guys, no doubt, who are better. Now let's look at benches. Brogdon is a lot better. It's not a lot, but is better than Kyle Lowry. Derek White is better than whoever who else they bring in. The Celtics roster, top to bottom, is better. You look at how they fit in. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, your bucket getters, Al Horford, Robert Williams, defensive stoppers, Marcus Smart, defensive stopper who can hit a shot. Al Horford will hit a three. You have the floor spread, Robert Williams just being a pest down low, grabbing offensive rebounds and being just blocking shots in defense. You bring in your bench. Malcolm Brogdon is going to shoot that thing. Derek White going to shoot that thing. But the Miami Heat are seven or eight players deep, however deep their rotation goes. I think it depends on that, but I think the majority of the nights they've been going eight. Especially with how Duncan Robinson's returned to life, the eight-man rotation. And it's just cool. Kyle Lowry, go to the corner and shoot. They actually might be going nine-man in Miami. Let me double-check that. Because I can, they might, they might be doing something that's almost unheard of. Because a lot of teams, when they go eight, nine men, struggle. Let me check. Let me check. Yeah, they're going nine deep. They're nine deep because I forgot Caleb Martin too. Caleb Martin plays. Cody Zell plays, but they're nine deep. And if you look at every other team in the playoffs, the Nuggets. Went seven in the elimination game. The Lakers went eight, and that's with Tristan Thompson getting his first playtime of the series. And I don't think it's really serious. Nuggets have gone eight. Tristan Braun had played a bit. And they just didn't and Lakers didn't play Vanderbilt instead of they played Vanderbilt. They played Tristan instead of Vanderbilt, which I don't understand. But the no, the Heat are just going nine deep because they have guys who are very, hey, this is what you do. You do it well. You go do this. Kyle Lowry, you're a veteran. You can run the show. Go run the show while Gabe Vincent is on the bench. Duncan, you can run off screens and go hit threes. Go do that. Um, Cody Zeller. You give us Bam Relief. Go do that. Caleb Martin, in the playoffs, you've been a bucket getter. Go get us some buckets. The Heat are perfectly being orchestrated by Eric Spoelstra. He's running his perfect symphony, and it's just watching a masterclass. And I went on a spill a while ago saying after they beat Milwaukee, and I think people are really starting to see it because right now, He's on verge of being the first AT to make the finals. And that symphony is going to have a either sweet ending or the ending is going to be rough. But either way, it'll be one of the greatest of all time. And Eric Spostro will get all 
flowers after this. Someone asked me if they if I think if the Heat lose or they fire supposed to. <sighs> My only response was um uh if the Nuggets lose will they fire Malone? If the um yeah you don't fire the coach who supposed to is different supposed to has been there for decade a decade plus. Malone has also been there forever, to be fair. But you can't just – you're not going to fire him. They were never supposed to be in this situation. And Pat Riley's watching him being like, he's a damn good coach. He's a damn good coach. Because he's picked by Pat Riley to replace him. And um, Stan, Van Gundy the other night was going off like, hey, he was seizing meetings and he was on my bench. So it was known he was going to be great. He was a good coach. He's a great coach. One of the greatest of all time. He'll be in the Basketball Hall of Fame whenever he calls it quits after. He'll probably be there for coach for a while, though. And honestly, I would not be surprised if he makes a run for the most playoff wins of all time. Because they'll be back again and again. This team is, he specifically, is really good at getting teams to the playoffs. And stealing games when he has to. I mean, you could argue that so far the Miami Heat have stolen 11 games thus, and they'll probably end up at 13, 14. Could be all the way up to 16. I don't think they get swept. I think there's a good chance that they at least take one. They could go get, it could go game seven even in the finals if when they make it, assuming that Boston doesn't pull off some stupid shit and pulls off the first ever 3-0 comeback ever. Even then, I don't think Miami's the team that has the ability to do that unless suddenly they go completely cold. If they go completely cold, I would fully believe it. But I don't think they go fully cold. Because it would take them to go like, Duncan, stop shooting the ball well. Strews can't hit an open shot. Vincent can't hit an open shot. Caleb Martin starts. And that's even then. I think that's only going to be able to last one game. But, yeah. But now let's talk about the rest. Um, Put some respect on the Nuggets name. I'll be straight to it. And I could go on a little spiel here, too. And it's funny because um, I made a TikTok about this and this is not talking about the Nuggets. This is talking about both Denver and Miami. And people would like, what the hell are you talking about? There's a there was a have been a lot of people in the Eastern Conference when both Miami and Denver went up 2-0 saying, I'm not watching the finals if it's Denver Miami. Because I don't care for either team. But they say that basketball fans. No basketball fans would say, hey. If the two best teams are the Detroit Pistons out east and the who the mm, I think about in the Houston Rockets, that was the two teams then. I would still watch it because I, I love basketball. I'd love watch it because it's the two best teams in the league. But there's people who won't because it's not big names. It's not LeBron James. It's not the Celtics. It's not the Warriors. It's not the Spurs because the Spurs can be clumped into big names at, at, at all time now. It's not none of those. So why would I watch? 
because it's good basketball. These have been the best two teams in the playoffs. They've won 12 games to get there. Watch them see, if, see who can close out the final four. Because you can win all you want to start, but it's how you close. The teams that can close in the playoffs win the playoffs. And frankly, I'm tired of NBA fans who are going like the whole, yeah, nope, I want to watch the teams that have the story, not the best teams. Fuck your story. This isn't wrestling. You don't need a story for this shit. Lakers fans complaining that the NBA failed us because the Lakers lost. No, you guys failed you because the Lakers lost. You guys are looking at the refs like, hey, help us out. We need you. We need you. Go win the damn game. That's all I'm going to say. If you, uh, and I look, I'm like, if the Nuggets would have lost the series 4 2, hats off to the Lakers. Lakers won the series. If it was if it was the whole Nuggets saw 10 free throws a game, Lucas saw 30, and the Nuggets were losing by two, three points a game, I would have been upset. But that's not what happened. The Lakers had benefit of the call sometimes. Nuggets also had some help. I will not lie. Starting game four, some of those probably should have been called. But I think the game ended up with um, the Lakers still shooting more free throws. I can check. But look, you cannot tell me that the better team did not win that series. Because while the yeah Lakers shot four more free throws, the Nuggets were in control of every single game, it felt like. Until game four, half t- first half LeBron cooked with someone out, but my but someone I was talking to was like, hey, he, he can't keep this up. He's too old. He's not gonna be able to have another twenty another near 30 point half. And like we saw with Jamal. And that's what we saw is LeBron until late didn't wasn't aggressive, which was on him. He needed to go collect the ball. But Look, and it was the same thing Tatum did fourth quarter a few times where he was way too passive, didn't want to go get the ball. It's a major issue. But look, if you do not let the team actually play and the team decide who goes, then how can you expect them to actually send the best team and teams want you? Because, frankly, if it was only about big markets, the Nuggets never would have made it past the second round. And that's just how it is. If it was a narrative-paced league, then it would be bad. It would be predictable. The Lakers would have 28 championships. The Celtics would have 27. The same teams would win every year. It would be the same knock we give wrestling. It's scripted. Where's the fun of that? Well, the NBA would be scripted if we went only off narrative. Let's be real here. And I could get clowned for what I'm saying, and I will happily be clowned for this. Because it's how I feel. I'm tired of it being the, well, the NBA controls it. Cool. But let the best team win. That's how it matters. Nuggets were the best team. They were the best team over half the series. Especially those, especially the second half, they won eight. They I, they won eight second halves. You're probably like, well, obviously they won. No, you can very easily lose and win the second half. 
if you have a horrendous first half. But they were at one all eight first halves. They a lot of halves they won the first. They probably won what there was four, 16 quarters played. They probably won at least 12, maybe 13. This is how it goes. Is you gotta let the best team win. But look, Nuggets are going to the finals, which people are saying, hey, Nikola Jokic is a great player, but he's also humble. Someone asked him about the MVPs, and he's like, look, Joel's a great player. I don't really care for MVPs. And someone said, look, Jokic gets asked, and he compliments Joel. Joel took, takes every shot he can at them, which shows the difference between them. And why this and why some success is the humbled guys have always won. But I can't leave this series without talking about two things. Um, first off, Carmelo Anthony retired. You had a great career, Melo. But I mean, you aren't one of the all-time greats, not top ten all time. No, I'm not stupid. Don't worry. One of the greatest scores of all time. If you need a bucket, we know you we're gonna find you. We know your move, but can you stop me? This is what how he played. So cool. You can know what I'm going to do. Stop it. And you know what? There was a lot of times he couldn't – people didn't stop it. That's why he's ninth all-time scoring. Glass has three gold medals. But LeBron tinted at uh, retirement last night. And if he retires, good on him. Congrats. I think there's a good chance it's a – he takes a year off and then comes back. He pulls – uh, Brady, but goes sits out for an entire year, and then comes back, goes to whatever team he's and wants. But he also said, "Um, look, it's my goal, but it may not be his, and I'm okay with that. He's fine if his son doesn't want him to play with him. Look, Bronny probably just wants to be on his own, which you got to respect. In retirement, let's Bron go to college games, watch his kid, instead of having their seasons hmm, fully collide." And it'd be hard for him to go watch a casual game. LeBron wants to be a dad. His both his kids are getting to the age where they're gonna start looking. They're starting to look at the league. Bronny definitely is. Bryce will be soon. Bryce is the better of the two. They're both gonna be in the league, and Bron wants to be able to enjoy both of them. And I also think deep down, if I wait for Bronny, I will have to wait for Bryce. To be fair. Which is unrealistic. Braun could, but do we want to see run down Braun? Because people turn into legacy, which I hate. I hate people turning everything into legacy. How will the Lakers getting swept affect run legacy? It won't. Braun's either one or two, the second or the best, greatest player of all time. That's how it is. Don't say, oh, well, I had him as my GOAT, but the GOAT doesn't get swept to the conference play. Playoffs, conference finals. Just the worst team. Darvin Ham, I don't think he's a bad coach, but was tasked with an impossible task of, hey, we got to make this team that was put together a few months ago work really well and have our third best player, fourth, depending on who you like more than Reeves, between Reeves and uh, D'Lo coming in. No show. Got to find a way to get along with that. But well, let's get to the NFL portion of this because I don't want to ignore the league. The NFL, it starts up in September. This is going to be a short little thing, just me going 
division by division, predicting my winners. This could change when I get to what I plan to for the NFL, which is I'm going to do a prediction for each schedule and break it up into each conference saying, okay, the AFC East, I have the Bills going 13 and 4 and whatsoever in doing that. That will come, though. Hmm. But for now, no schedules. Just what team I think is the best and who I think will win the division. And a lot of these will be because it's like, yeah, that's who's going to probably win. AFC East, I still I think it's the Bills division. Right now, Rodgers is having some ankle thing, ankle thing right now. He's not practicing today. Could be minor. Could be major. But it is what it is. I'm still going to go with the Bills. Really hard to go against them. AFC North, give me the Ravens. I think the Bengals' defense is going through a massive change without Jesse Bates. Well, the Ravens added Odell. Lamar, if he stays healthy in this world, he does. They'll win more than trying to go, go better than 10 and 7. They'll let Lamar do what Lamar wants to do. J.K. Dobbins will be here year round. Their O line will be outstanding. Know this be an improved team. Bengals could easily win it, though. In the AFC South, give me the Jaguars. They won it last year, 9 and 8. I think they'll only be because they haven't really gotten rid of anyone and added Calvin Ridley, which is just another weapon for that man, Justin Trevor Lawrence. I don't know why I said, almost said Justin, but Trevor Lawrence to cook up that pot. Justin's going to, Trevor's going to cook, dear Lord, and they'll win that division. In the AFC West, until further notice, it's the Chiefs' division, and me. It's the Chiefs' world, even, and we just live in it. I want to say anybody else, but I mean, Chargers didn't improve. I think Raiders got worse by getting rid of Carr and Garoppolo, getting rid of Waller. I think that's a team that could easily be the worst. And the Broncos are a wild card because right now John Payton's there. And we'll see how that affects the team. Out NFC East, it's the Eagles division still, and they are definitely the favorite coming out of the NFC unless there's an injury. I don't see much shakeup in this division. I think how it looks right now could easily be how it ends up. Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. Out North. The Vi- it's, it's again, it's bland, but it's the Vikings division until further notice. The Vikings are the best team. They stayed together. They didn't lose anyone I can think of. They Oh, no, they lost to Darius Smith, I think. Yeah, they lost to G. Smith. But um, that's it. Lions can make a run. I'm very interested to see what the Lions are planning to do with who they have. But... Let me look at the Packers. Packers, I think, will be last. Bears are wild card, but I think that the O line is just not going to be straight. The the draft will be pick will be outstanding. I think, hopefully, he'll help. But having one offensive lineman doesn't offset the other four. In the NFC South, this is my this is the one that's bold. Give me the Saints. 
I think Derek Carr's very slept on for how good of a quarterback he is. He's just had not had the greatest options. Michael Thomas again. In this world, everyone stays healthy. Michael Thomas plays all year. Obviously, there's a Kamara issue where he could get suspended. But I think this is the Saints division. I know. NFC East, the best division in football, I think. Give me the 49ers. Brock Purdy, if he plays all year, is going to be outstanding. If not, Trey Lance will be freaking insane, too. They have two quarterbacks. I mean, they're one of the teams where we were talking last night. I was talking to a few people last night about the Saints. And they're like, the Saints were not that good last year. They'll be even worse this year. And all I had to say was, find me a team that's not the 49ers that had that played well with three different QBs playing. And that's just because the because Kyle Shanahan is a wizard. He just knows what to call. He has some play calls that everyone's like, wait, what the hell did you do? They have the two greatest offensive weapons, I'd argue, that's not at a quarterback in the league. Debo is a multi-use guy. Swiss Army knife. McCaffrey's a Swiss Army knife. Ayuk's great. Kittle does both receiving and block at an elite level for a tight end. Obviously, their defense is their defense. Their defense is top five in the league. The 49ers could easily win the Super Bowl. They could have had make a run last year if they didn't have if Brock didn't get hurt and they had no quarterbacks, honestly. But yeah. Winning gets confidence. Niners, I think, will end up winning the NFC. They were only one game out, and they had quarterback injury issues all year last year. Trey Lance started, then Jamie played, and then they went to Brock, who was insane. And then AFC's the Chiefs. All this is subject to change when I do my schedule predictions. Next week, uh, I'm not going to make a promise it starts next week because with my luck, that the NBA Finals will be 2-0 or 3-0 one way, and that that will be the topic. But you know what? That's all. we 26 minutes in, and I'm Big K. What we did is we just called game.